right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Paranormal Rabbit Hole. I am, of course, your host with the most, uh, Hunter, and I'm here today to give you another spooky season tale that's just kind of weird, strange, and downright unusual. Gosh darn it, boys and girls, it's a great show today. I'm very proud of this one because this is another great cryptid. Um, I like talking about this one, mainly because I come out with more questions than answers, but... Let's knock this out. You know what's coming next. Go to Instagram, type in the Paranormal Rabbit Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast. There you go. You got it, Hunter. The Paranormal Rabbit Hole Podcast on your Instagram search bar. Go ahead and type that in. Search for us. Follow us. You know the sign. It's the same as the podcast logo. Same thing. Just search for that logo. Hit that subscribe or that follow button. And uh, let us know what you want us to cover. Also... If you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, any of those wonderful podcasting platforms, give us a five-star rating and also leave a review on Apple. I think that's the only one that has reviews, I think. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead and give us that five-star rating and review. That's what helps us move up the charts to get more listeners. And that's what that's what it's all about is reaching the masses and informing them of these cryptids, ghosts, and aliens. Um now, uh, of course, you know, I've, I, I go more towards the cryptids, but uh, that that's just because at the end of this month, we're going to cover a paranormal event that is near and dear to my heart, the Bell Witch. Uh, I've been reading up. I've got a lot of good books, and I'm just kind of going into those and uh, doing a lot of good research on that. And so I'm very excited. That is one of my favorite paranormal events that's out there. I mean, there are thousands of hauntings, but uh, I don't really hear a bunch of people covering the cryptids. But that's what I'm here for. Uh, We're going to cover more alien abductions, too, so don't worry. We're not just going to focus on the plethora of strange animals that are out there. Um, But since this is creepy season and this guy is pretty creepy, I'm going to bring this one up. So with that being said... Again, you know, here we we do like to kick back and have a few beverages. We do like to go over our cryptids, ghosts, and paranormal phenomenon thusly. uh, A little nicely knackered or sloshed or whatever you want to say. But yeah. Go ahead. Start kicking back a few if you want and catch up. It's all right. You can pause it. And now that you're back, we are going to talk about this spooky evening in October. We are going to talk about the nameless thing. No, not the nameless thing of Moria. That's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, goofs. The nameless thing of Berkeley Square. So the nameless thing of Berkeley Square. This thing is is weird. Um, it's, it's a cryptid from England and it has a, (sighs) so about this story, I love it. I, I, I caught it. And what I'd like to say is there is a lot of open air to this, a lot of open air to this. You are going to have a lot of questions and and you're going to be able to do some research. Uh, 
But we're going to just kind of jump into this because this weird amalgamy creature of a thing of a cryptid is just terrifying. Uh, it's an, uh, an unidentified monstrosity, if you will. But um, this unidentified monstrosity is like a deranged octopus slash elder god-like creature that is, I don't know, from hell? <laughs> um, and then crawled up into the London sewer system to uh, basically wreak havoc in Berkeley Square. So uh, considered by most paranormal experts to fit more accurately into the realm of a, a haunting the nameless thing of Berkeley Square is left behind a tantalizing shred of evidence. Uh, well, I'm I'm going to say this. Maybe. <laughs> and unfortunately, more than one corpse, which suggests that the ghost, which inhabits the fourth floor, although some claim it's the second, of number 50 Berkeley Square, uh, in what has been referred to as the most haunted house in London, may not be really a case of spiritual infestation, but rather a semi-aquatic predatory cryptid phenomenon. So, although no one is exactly sure what the first encounter was with this creature, um, it was first known back in 1840 uh, when a 20-year-old man named Sir Robert Warboys came out and, and had a few drinks and uh, was, was listening in and kind of overheard some guys talking about it. And he's, he's like, okay. Hmm. This place is, they say this place is haunted. Uh, so basically he was just listening to these guys and going, you know, this place is haunted. I'm going to go check it out. I think I'm gonna, I might check it out. So, uh, he, he was, you know, not really down with the superstitious bull. Uh, you know, he kind of, he, he was always very dismissive of things that he thought of as, unadulterated poppycock he his his words um they 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 disagreed with him they said you know what hey hey buddy uh we've heard of this thing a lot of people have talked to us about it i i don't think it's just poppycock uh you know i i think eventually it came down to, you know, they were discussing it and eventually the two guys kind of convinced him, Hey, you know, spend the night on the second floor, spend the night. Let's see if you, if you're, if you're that sure that it's absolute utter nonsense, then let's, let's see you, let's see you stay there. So of course war boys was like, dude, I'm lit. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do this fam. Uh, he said, to his barroom compatriots, and they were like, fam, what the, what is that? Family, it's, the future will love it. They'll love it in the future. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so they said, you know, hey, let's do this. And so he said, you know what? Let's do it. Grabbed his beer, raised it high, said, uh, I accept your challenge, boys. Let's do this. Let's hit the town to go to this place. Um, uh, <laughs> Let's let's do this, Berkeley Square. You know we're not there yet, but we're when we're done drinking. Let's let's do this. So they uh, 
they they proceeded to go into the dwelling where he insisted that the landlord allow him to spend the night in the ghost-filled quarters. And after some debate, the landlord said, you know what? Okay, here's the key. Uh, but if you're going to stay here, I'm going to need you to be, be vigilant. Uh, if you hear anything strange, you make this cord, it's attached to the bell, I'll hear it, I'll come get you. And you got to carry this pistol. So Warboys being like the brash young man that he is goes, all right, pal, take it easy. Okay, but if that's what I got to do, that's what I got to do. He probably was like, is that what I got to do? I'll sign it. I will ring the the gun bell if you give me the pen. Because he was drunk. You got to remember, he was accepting a challenge from these guys at a tavern. Uh, so he, he, he was like, ah, whatever, man. Yeah, I, let's do this. Let's do this. So... <clears throat> He, uh, the landlord was like, all right, dude, you know what? If that's what you want to do, if that's how you want this to go, then yeah. Okay. All right. It's fine. So landlord goes, all right, I'm out. Have a good night. Sleep tight. Don't forget to ring the bell. Here's a pistol. Uh, Less than an hour after that, though, the landlord, uh, about 45 minutes past the hour, the prop, the proprietor was startled from his uh, unfit slumber by the violent clanging of the bell adjacent to his bed. And before he had time to react to the bell, he hears a gunshot. Uh, and that came out of the second floor. So he heard that gunshot, jumped out of bed, ran up the stairs, and got to the door, pushed it open to reveal that the room was unchanged except for the uh, fact that Robert had been uh, at the table and was now wedged into the corner of the room with the pistol, caught in his white-knuckled grip of his fear-contorted corpse. Uh, Boys and, and, and guys, if you're wanting to know where I'm getting our information from tonight. I mean, the research is everywhere, but the the best stuff is from uh, Cryptopia. So I, I really appreciate Cryptopia being out there to help with this. Uh, in the very short time that the landlord spent in the room, he said he had noticed that Warboy's lips were peeled back from his clenched teeth in a grimace of horror, and his eyes seemed to literally be bulging out of his skull. Uh and he looked over at the you know to where he was shooting at the opposite wall and you know said you know that that's got to be where he where he shot the thing uh so this creature came out of nowhere and and surprised this guy this is this is a a young man who is uh, 
who is very, I, I, for one, he was knighted, Sir Robert. Uh, and this is the 1840s, so that would have been around steam engine time. Not like, you know, Titanic yet, uh, but, you know, uh, small, well, actually paddle boats and stuff like that, but they ran on steam too. So, um, but it, it's, he was obviously knighted. He was obviously very brave, but something scared the shit out of him. Um, Think about that though. What 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 could scare someone so bad that they die? Like they they would shoot at. Is it a ghost? Like is that a ghost? Act is that ghost like activity? And if it is a ghost, do you still shoot? Do you still shoot at whatever it is? Is it still is it still a valuable option to shoot at a ghost if you know it's a ghost? Um, it seems to me like man, don't pull over. Got a siren out here if you can hear it. Um. But it's it's like it's as if you're wasting. Well, for one, you're wasting your ammo shooting at a ghost. It's going to pass through them. They don't have a solid body, so you know it's not really a viable option to shoot a ghost. Um, but it seems to me that if you're going to shoot, you're going to shoot at a solid form, not a ghost. So. Either this guy just was unlucky and ate something wrong that gave him a bit of a psychological break and he thought he saw something and he was having, you know, hallucinations and shot at a wall and then died of a heart attack maybe. Um, Now, in the... uh, Following that, it was the there was another death, but the 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 narrative on that one's kind of skewed. Uh, it, it it always remains the same, though. It's always the same thing. There's always something going on at that Berkeley Square. So let's let's skip ahead a little bit. Let's jump ahead to 1943. 1943, two sailors from Portsmouth. Uh, Robert Martin and Edward Blunden. So if if you want to look these people up, and you know, because I'll tell you this, guys, you gotta you you have to investigate every story you hear. Investigate this story. Um, I'll kind of go over what I've I've kind of turned up uh, at the end of the episode, but it, it's kind of one of those where I did a little bit of investigating. And I still love the story. Uh, it's great. But uh, Edward Blunden, after having squandered their lodging funds on an evening of drunken, you know. Revelry, they they got lit, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, no, they got lit. They got lit, and uh, they noticed that the Berkeley Square residence was kind of abandoned, and they broke into a basement window in the dwelling, just trying to you know find a place to sleep. Uh, so they went up and to room two, uh, settled down, and. Uh, kind of got ready to go to bed. Now, Blunden had already said that he had a bit of anxiety when they entered the room. He was already kind of 
you know, put off and, and eerie and, and, you know, kind of not feeling it. Now, of course, one, you've just broken into an abandoned building. So you're feeling that rush of adrenaline kind of leave you. Two, an abandoned building has an inherent creepiness and our emotions tend to escalate when we are, you know, when, when we're in a place that we are unsure of our emotions tend to escalate to a point that, you know, we have a fear of a place because we start to get that it's haunted vibe because it's in a dark place that we're not familiar with. Uh, and that our imaginations can run really wild because we don't know the place. We don't, we're not used to it. So, uh, <clears throat> Bundon kind of being like, oh man, I, I'm not, I'm not happy. Uh, and, and, I'm a little nervous about staying here. So Martin said, you know what? I got this propped open a, a window with their rifle. Um, I don't know about that. Would you have your rifle with you? If you're a soldier out on, I mean, wouldn't you leave that at base? If you're out on leave, uh, having, I mean, you're, you're already drinking, so that's a bad idea to have your, 1943, though, you know what? Let's not judge because, you know, what was probably going on around that time, air raids and shit like that, Nazis, bad people, you know, Nazis are assholes. Um, but they they found uh, and built, they found some old furniture and rotting floorboards and made a fire and uh, eventually kind of settled down for the night. And then... Right after midnight, Blunden woke up to see the door room, you know, door to the room start to creak open a little bit. Uh, Blunden kind of nudged over, you know, Martin said, Hey, you know, he's like, Hey, hey, let's, uh, let's take a look at this. So they, you know, sat there and kind of watched, uh, and they said that, the door opened and it sounded like something was pulling itself across the floor. Uh, and then they jumped up and were shocked because they had finally come face to face with the creature, which they could only describe as a monstrosity. Uh, it undulated between the sailors and basically their only escape the door. And, I mean, it, it's it. They they say that it's this thing, this creature, this uh, kind of a, a kind of like tentacled monster. Uh, I mean, that's you know, if you're from London, that's kind of intimidating because you're not used to that. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not used to some kind of weird tentacled sea creature like thing coming at you. Not not really in the normal realm of things for you, I bet. You know, maybe it is. Maybe you like to do some fun things, but for these guys, I'm going to say no, they do not. And they were freaked out. So, uh, seizing that opportunity, uh, Martin kind of jumped up and ran from the house, running for help. Uh, and then Blunden... Uh, well, he reached for the rifle and the creature lunged forward and wrapped itself around 
the the other sailor's throat. Uh, So according to uh, the account, Martin and the officer ran up the stairs but found no sign of Blunden in the room, and Martin reclaimed his rifle as the two men continued to search the house. Uh, Their efforts seemed to prove fruitless, however, until the men entered the basement and were greeted by a ghastly image that would haunt them forever. Lying at the base of the stairs in Berkeley Square's moist, rock-walled cellar was Blunden's dismembered corpse. His body lay in mangled heap, uh, with his head wrenched viciously to the side. Uh, And then the officer said that his eyes were like bulging out of his head, as if they had seen something terrifying, just awful. Uh Now this this isn't the only one. Now there there are some that say that Blunden was uh you know attacked by a sh- a shadowy man-like creature and that uh it strangled him to death. Some say that he wasn't in the basement, that he was hurled from the window, uh, and impaled on a wrought iron fence spike that surrounded the square. That's that's pretty wicked. Uh, the 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 identity of the creature is is what we're looking at here, though. Um, you know, is it a ghost? I mean, because they say it's the most haunted building. Do we have any other proof besides just? Are there? Are, I mean, there there are a few more cases, but they're all kind of in the past. So, is this a case of this was a one-time creature that maybe it was an alien creature that was in the sewers in the past? Maybe it's a mutated octopus. Maybe it's some kind of freshwater cephalopod that existed. But um, you know, people said that it had a slimy, sloppy noise, uh, basically like a an octopus without a, a, a real form, just kind of a weird, just amalgamous thing. Uh, some say it's a tall ghost with a bird-like claw that'll claw you up. Uh, but tentacles were, were said. So that's really creepy. And I mean, you know, I love a good HP Lovecraft story, so this kind of ties into kind of an HP Lovecraft like thing. So that's cool. Um, but it, you know, what, what is it? Uh, in the 1920s, a, a psychic investigator, Harry price, uh, revealed a plethora of data on the creature. Uh, he came across a story from the the 1790s that claimed that it had once housed the headquarters of the, uh, the, the uh, a notorious crew of counterfeiters, uh, and that the the thing was kind of a <laughs> the thing was kind of like a Scooby Doo villain used to kind of hide the counterfeiters' operation. Uh, as it were, so, you know, it's like, you know, uh, we would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those kids that we killed. Oops. <laughs> um, 
You know, somebody heard bells and, and loud footsteps and heavy dragging sounds emanating from the house in the 1840s. But again, the majority of our story is coming from the past. I want to know about right now, right now, what has gone on there? Has there been any sightings of this weird, sloppy, floor-dragging, octopus, mutant, demon creature from Cthulhu? Uh, you know, it, it, has anybody seen any other ghosts right now at this, at this time at Berkeley Square? Have there been any other paranormal events? Have there been... You know, I want to know about their alien sightings. If their aliens are using drugs, if they're you know cheating on their wife, we're gonna get photos of it. Um, I'm kidding. Big fan of Bob's Burgers. Sorry, folks. Uh, but no, it, it, it's it's important to know what's going on right now. With that, is that building still standing? Do they tear it down and build something over it? Is that building that's currently there haunted? You know, is the thing a real creature? Was it amorphous? alien creature was it a a ghost-like entity was it a demon was it a mutant octopus or a freshwater cephalopod was it some kind of strange animal that just existed as a one-off and then died we don't know i mean the majority of the cases were in the past so again we're stuck with that question that ever unnerving question was this a was this a real thing, or are these just old wives' tales just to kind of give an excuse for certain things? Like you can look up the the gentlemen in these stories, and there 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 was there was a Sir Robert Warboys, and he was alive back in the eighteen hundreds, but it doesn't talk about him dying early, like at a young age. Um, so. And and of course the two sailors that that's a little harder to look up because, it, I mean it's such an inconsistent story with so many different things. The names could have been changed. So, and of course again that's the thing with that's the thing with tales like this is names change, people, locations, things like that change. Uh, and so we're stuck with that unnerving voice in the back of our head going, you know. Is this folklore? Is this an old wives' tale? Is this just something that was handed down by counterfeiters to Scooby-Doo the shit out of people and keep them from coming into that building and explaining the noises that they would hear at the times? What do, what do we got, folks? What are we dealing with here, guys? I sound like my pediatrician. Isn't that funny, guys? She does, She's an amazing pediatrician, though. Great pediatrician, but she's just... there. There are little things that she does that are just... And it's not annoying. It's just she's just a good doctor, and she's very entertaining. Uh, but it, it it is. It's a nagging, unnerving question of is this real? And then also, if it is real, what the fuck? What is that? A weird octopus mutant ghost creature? I mean, dude shot at something, you know. He didn't shoot at just the air. He wasn't just shooting out in the middle of nowhere, just going, pew, 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 woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was aiming at something. Something terrified him to death. What could scare a man to death like that? Did he, with that shot, did he even get that shot off? Or did it, was that a wasted shot? Did he shoot at a ghost person? Did he shoot it at this octopus thing and it moved too quick and was like, and gone and latched onto him before that bullet even was fired. You know, 
just go with some horror movie stuff. But boys and girls, that is the nameless thing of Berkeley Square. Uh, it again, man, it's just a really weird creature, a really weird thing, but kind of creepy, kind of spooky. Uh, I really wanted to save this one for the Halloween season because it's you know this you know octopus elder thing uh, creature that exists somewhere in Berkeley Square. But as for us, boys and girls, we are done with another show. And thank you once again for going down this paranormal rabbit hole with me. Good night, boys and girls.